0: If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about.
1: Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's
0: Will? You get rich quick! Stand on the line, Then the game again! everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win, gonna get rich quick. This is
2: my lucky day. Hello, everybody! Welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all of the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel archives.
1: That's right. This is a show
2: where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Denise come together once a week over a single topic, and from said topic, we come up with a bunch of ideas that we give to you, the listening audience, to get incredibly rich with very quickly. Thus, the title, Get Rich Rich, quick, with Josh and Noel, makes more sense now, doesn't it? Yeah, I it? get where that comes from yeah, now. It's funny how that <laughs> works. It makes a lot more sense now. It's we've we've had some letters, handwritten letters, sent to us mm-hmm. uh, from uh, listeners, okay, uh, who are confused by the title. Yeah. Um. You then take those ideas that we bundle up for you and give you, and you get incredibly rich.
1: Incredibly.
2: Um, we ask for no money up front. We're not like uh, Noel's heroes, like Grant Cardone, what, like Daniel Alley, like, uh, I don't know, Blaspheme. Ty Lopez.
1: You're a blasphemer.
2: We're not like any of those YouTube yank jobs no. who come up with these one idea that they claim they came up with. Uh-huh. They charge you a ton of money to access the idea, and then when you don't get rich from it, surprise, surprise. Who gets? Who looks good in a one size fits all suit? Nobody. Yeah. If or one are, guy, one guy does. Well, the, right. The one guy who it actually fits. Yeah. Right. But if a hundred people buy the one size fits all suit, yeah. how many of them are going to look good in that suit? One. Exactly.
1: How many people look good in our suit?
2: Everybody. No one. But we give them a, It's but our suits are bespoke. Yeah. Because we make a suit for everybody of every size. That's right.
1: That's how it works with us, guys. That's right.
2: We don't. It's we four to four to fifty ideas a show.
1: Our ideas are like Cinderella slippers. Uh huh. Try it on, see if it fits.
2: Oh, if it does, you're a princess. You're a princess. And if it doesn't, you're a haggy stepsister. You're
1: disgusting. We hate you.
2: You're like my haggy stepsister. Uh, Really? For those of you who've never seen Noel, (laughs) he's. in his late 40s but he looks mm-hmm. like he's about 70 what he's got he's got terrible skin lots of blackheads all over the about? place he's got hair growing out of his eyelids he's such he's got like eyelids nose ears uh, but very little on his face which is weird like in his face like where you would expect hair to be um, it's very patchy on there. And when he tries to grow a beard, which is every, like, four or five months, it grows in, like, long, like, <laughs> like the hairs that grow out of a mole, uh-huh. in the patches that on his face that the hair grows, that's how it grows. Wow. Straggly, long, weird hairs. Um, and then uh, he's got one milky white eye, uh, and he's missing several teeth towards the front. Uh, and the ones he does have, uh, still have, are pretty brown. Um, but he's got a good voice for radio. Yeah, that's, why, that's but, what. That's what. And his breath back. is fucking terrible. Oh, the best. Yeah. Uh huh. Anyway, so you take this this bespoke suit that we've made for you, put it on. You see how well it fits. You go out there and you dazzle mm-hmm. everyone with this makeover that you've you've been given by us. Yeah. You get incredibly rich, and then only then, once you're rich. Do we think that it seems appropriate Uh that you thank us, that you give us a little taste, that you say, Josh and Noel, if it wasn't for them and their fine Mm suit-making, I wouldn't have this beautiful suit that has garnered me so many riches. Yes. And uh, 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 I should
1: thank them. For that by doing what, Noel? By after you're rich, after you've made your millions, after you're sitting in your silk suit, your emperor's suit, your suit of a thousand colors, you say, hey, I didn't get here on my own. I got here with the bespoke help of Josh and Noel. I owe them 10% of everything I've made while getting rich and becoming rich and while I'm rich. But none of your old McDonald's job. We don't want that 10%. We just want the ten percent of the, the counts. You tithe us. That's the deal.
2: Maybe we should do Mm-hmm. This is a thought. Okay. I think we should uh we did this once with a guest. Okay. But instead of like a guest, maybe we should have some of our listeners write into us. All right. Uh tell us things they're thinking about uh-huh. that they you know. Okay areas that they are thinking that they're interested in and getting rich in. Okay. And then we have them on the show. All right. We'll do a call-in show. Okay. So it can be any of our listeners around the world. And we have listeners around, around the world. Around the world. You know
1: what I'm talking about.
2: I don't know what that means, other than it actually meaning around, around the world. Around the world. Yeah, okay. The, you got, you, yeah, okay. Um, <clears throat> around the world. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, no. Y- you yeah because I just they're around the world they people in in, oh, in Dubai okay. and people in Texas all and right people in uh, uh, f- uh, Australia and people yeah. in in England yeah. and uh, uh, you know you sure. the, the one thing is you have to be able to speak English yeah uh, send us an email at uh, grqwithjoshandnoel with Josh and Noel at gmail.com all right with any ideas any thoughts you have about what you'd like us to work on that you can get rich on and mm-hmm. we will we will. Set up a phone consult with you that we'll do live on the air. Okay. And uh, I think that'll be a good thing to do.
1: And, and if you don't want to, you can just send us an idea and say, I don't want to talk, and we'll do that idea. We have done that before. Way back in the old days, we used to <coughs> put out that call, and we didn't get a lot of takers giving us ideas, so we kind of let it drop. But come on, we're back.
2: Yeah. Anyway, no. Anyway. It's
1: been a whole week. It has. You're still in your boot. Yeah. What's going on? Uh, Well, so a whole bunch of different things. Uh, as, as Last week when I was on the show, I had the pink eye that I had decided was from washing my uh, my face in my butt water because mm-hmm. I'm taking baths because uh, I'm not supposed to stand on this foot. That night, I was back at home, had the boot off sitting down, uh, and I thought, oh, I just thought of something I need. Got up, started walking, and I got, like, 10, 15 feet before I realized, like, oh, I'm not wearing the boot. It was like Jesus walking on water. It was. Uh, felt fine. Went back, put the boot on, and I've had the boot on since. But I did realize that if I'm okay to get up and walk that far and it's fine, I'm certainly okay to stand in the shower and not be giving myself pink eye uh, washing my eyes with ass water. mm mm-hmm. um, so that's one thing.
2: Well, that was a terrifically insightful bit of your life. It is. It's, it's just, how I grow. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, you know, it's funny. We got a lot of people reaching out uh-huh. recently asking how your pink eye was.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people ask about your brown eye. Um, uh huh. Well, it's funny because they go
2: together. Because I think <laughs> the real reason you got the pink eye was for me shitting on your face. That might be. Yeah
1: uh i don't i still don't believe it uh-huh. i believe you said it was clean um uh i got a text from a friend this weekend who went to the whitney and uh the new whitney the new whitney mm-hmm. and i had done a few years ago this art film and it's in the whitney and no. i looked and it's gonna be there until like january what's the film uh, well, it's, it's it's like an art piece, right? So it's this guy, uh, he filmed, it was supposed to be like uh, Miles Davis's studio, and mm-hmm. I'm an engineer. Oh, I thought maybe you played a cop. And so he filmed one side of it, and then he changed everything and filmed the other side of the studio. Mm-hmm. And it's like an immersive thing where you're in either different things happen you're either just in the middle of the studio while the band's (laughs) like jamming and making this record Mm -hmm. uh, because the projections will be all around you or uh there's even more band in the actual room actually playing along with the band that's in the playing along the Mm -hmm. walls
2: wow it's going to be a ride outside of the Whitney after we've announced this thing. I'm sure. Thing. I'm sure. People are going to be clamoring. For those of you who want to actually know what Noah looks like, uh-huh. I don't know if we, I, I don't know, if, did we ever mention the fact that you're on episode three of The Deuce? I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't think we ever mentioned it.
1: Maybe not. I was on episode three of The Deuce for this season. Yeah. he's a, He plays one of the cops with the, uh. Reading a porn mag.
2: He's a, he's a, uh, uh yeah. He's the one reading the porn mag and gives it back to the other
1: cop. Yeah. That's no. Did I ever tell you about that magazine?
2: Yeah, you did, but you can tell the people out there.
1: People out there, listen to this. So I I am a cop, and I'm reading a, like a hustler. And then I get up, and I say something, and that's basically all I do. Uh, but so I had to sit there with this hustler for a long time. And um, flipping around, because it's an old magazine, and I realized... At one point, I realized, like, oh, it's not just one magazine. Because over here, it's a Playboy. Over here, it's says Hustler. And, like, so I finally asked someone from the crew. I'm like, hey, did you guys build this magazine? And they're like, oh, you don't even know. So they shot the spread in the magazine that I'm looking at that isn't a plot point. It's just in there. Uh... They shot it just for that. Wow! And I think every like dirty thing you see in the background, all the posters and clips, mm-hmm. and I think they make them all. Yeah, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, um, it's a laugh riot, man. It's a laugh riot. It's a laugh riot. Speaking of riots, yeah, yeah. I was just talking to a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He and his husband love going to had, had fallen in love with going to Turkey because I was talking okay. to him because. They're going on vacation. I said, are you guys going back to Turkey? Because yeah. they had n- g- now gone to Turkey on like three or four vacations. They love Turkey so mm-hmm. much. And he was like, oh, no, we're, we're not going back to Turkey ever again. I said, ever again? I thought you guys loved it so much. She was like, mm. the last time we were there, which was about a year and a half ago, we're walking down the street from our hotel, and we take a right turn. Uh-huh. And we take this right turn, and so- we suddenly see hundreds of people running towards us mm. being chased by police mm. and guns being fired and the whole nine yards and they turn around and run away cause they don't, and they're going to go run back to the hotel, but then they get cut off by another group of people running uh-huh. and suddenly they've got like rubber bullets whizzing by their head and they just sort of hit the dirt. They drop to the ground and they were sort of left alone. But, but you know, as everyone ran by and the police ran by, They went by, and there were, like, rubber bullets everywhere. Like, they were picking up, like, uh, all the stuff that they brought home from Turkey was, like, riot detritus. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, we don't feel comfortable going back
1: there ever again. I get it. Uh Another thing from this week. Oh, okay. A couple days ago. Uh-huh. You will appreciate this story. Will I? Yes. Now, this is something you... you actually, have, I have two stories that you'll be very fond of. Oh, will I? Yeah. Okay. So, uh,
2: this one was a couple days ago. Do they involve sex with animals?
1: No, but they involve uh, New York not looking its best.
2: Oh, uh, I will like those. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those usually involve <laughs> sex with animals. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, who knows how the, how either these... Started or ended? uh uh-huh. <laughs> I, I only have the snapshot I know, right? Uh, so I was uh, coming home from work a couple days ago, and there was... Uh, the train just stopped and stopped mm-hmm. and stopped. And they're like, yeah, we're, uh, we have a sick passenger. We're going to be a little while. <clears throat> and, like, it was rush hour, basically, right? So, like, two-thirds of the train gets off and leaves. And it's on, like, the... Uh, And at, like, 28th Street, right? Mm -hmm. So there's no train they're just hopping on, right? They're going to a different station. But I got my boot on, so I'm like, what am I going to do, right? So sit there like another, like, you know, 10 minutes or whatever. And they are come on again, and they're like, yeah, we're waiting for paramedics. We can't go anywhere until those paramedics get here. So I'm like, ah, maybe I should get out. But I got this boot on, so I'm like, I'll see what's going on. And I'll judge from there. Mm -hmm. So I get out and I look and there's like a MTA worker kind of standing in a doorway of the train near the the exit anyway. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, great. So I walk up there and I look and I'm sure it was a dead person laying on the (laughs) train. I'm sure they were dead. Because once again, I've discussed before seeing dead people in the subway Mm -hmm. station, dead person. Uh, And this very much like that was... No one was in a rush to help this person. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and about 10 feet away were people just sitting there on their phones playing Candy Crush. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I was like, okay, this isn't going to be quick. And I don't know if I want to get back on dead train anyway. Dead train. So I walked home from. uh,
2: In your boot. Yeah, That's the worst thing about this story
1: no it was fine actually it was fine Uh, and then yesterday Uh I came home and I had to go into the basement of our building and there was uh, cops down there that the super was showing video videotape to Mm -hmm. so I go to him I'm like was there a break in he's like oh no 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 and he kind of guides me away and he's like I'll tell you over here so he's telling me and he's like the there's a Dunkin' Donuts in my building. Uh-huh. And apparently, at like four in the morning, three times this week, some dude's been going in there and like masturbating in the window. <laughs> and and you could see in the room that we're in, uh-huh. we're in like the package room, and you and you can see what the cops are watching. It's just basically <clears throat> this guy kind of prowling around outside. Um, and just
2: jerking off on the Dunkin' Donuts window. Uh, no,
1: it was it hadn't gotten to them yet. He, oh. He like came and he'd look in and he'd uh-huh. like... Walk away, and then like ten minutes later, come back and like go in for a second, and come out and walk away, and uh, not a homeless guy either. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh <clears> huh. <throat> and that's his kink, man. It's his thing. Uh, so I'm talking to this this guy about it, the super, and he's like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah," and he's like, "Oh, they're gonna laugh when they get to the part where he starts like throwing his." toy around and i'm like well they they actually may not think it's that funny <laughs> and he's like oh they're gonna laugh and i'm like I don't, <laughs> I don't
2: i don't know i don't know if they're gonna laugh i don't know if that's the- throwing his toy around that's yeah. what you're super referred to masturbating as maybe
1: maybe he does it hilarious way i didn't stick okay. around long enough to see him. you should
2: ask him to see the video at some point
1: well i was if i wanted to i could have stayed there and waited because they it's were searching weird. for them. Yeah, part. I know.
2: It's always weird, though, wait, standing around the cops while they were in and investigation. No, we were
1: in another room. We could just see what they were oh, doing. Oh, I see. It had the same monitor. So they I were gotcha. controlling the computer that I we were gotcha. seeing the video for. So we would have seen it come up eventually. But I was just like, ah. I would have waited. They may not think it's that funny. <laughs> I would have waited. They might have, you know. They might have.
2: That's the kind of thing that makes cops crack up. I mean, it's one thing when they show up there Uh and the guy's doing it. But then afterwards, they laugh about stuff like that because it's such an innocuous crime. Yeah. Um, That made me think of uh, uh, (laughs) I was talking to someone. I I was working this job down uh, by Rector Street Uh and I was talking to one of the people. Damn, near killed her. And we were talking about, like, crazy <laughs> shit that happened on the subway, and we're having sort of a back and forth, ha, 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 hee, hee, hee. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's all, like, guys jerking off stories and stuff like that. So the next day, I'm going back down there, and I'm on the subway, and it, we get to the Rector Street station. I'm standing at the door waiting for the door to open, and suddenly behind me I hear, Rectum Street, Rectum Street, ha, 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 Rectum Street. And I turn around and Uh there's this little guy, probably about 85 years old, really hunched over, white stringy long hair, white stringy mustache, big, thick, black plastic glasses on, Uh you know, wearing like multiple layers of heavy clothing. You know, if you took him out of the clothing, he would be like a beanpole. Sure. And I just I'm like, okay. And then the door opens and I walk out and he gets out behind me. And someone else gets out from another door and he cuts him off and he goes, excuse me, sir, how do I get to Rectum Street? (laughs) Rectum (laughs) Street. (laughs) Uh, I thought you'd like that story.
1: I love it. Anyway, Noel. Anyway.
2: I don't know. I tried to make this topic show up and mm-hmm. i i got to a point and then you just still had to tell stories I had to tell stories so
1: uh but the topic today is the topic today is riots how to smash your way to the top of financial freedom how to burn down the bank and take the money that's what the show's about <laughs> josh's gone on strike josh has unbuttoned his shirt and with the whole time was just proffering his chest hair to me. No one's going to believe that. (laughs) Um. (laughs) You're lucky we don't have a security camera in here. I'm lucky. Because the cops would laugh. I'm lucky
2: because my clients would sue me and have me arrested. (laughs)
1: That's true. That is (laughs) true. For something
2: that couldn't be more illegal in this environment. For the people
1: who don't know, re-record on top of massage table. That's right, on my massage table in my massage
2: room. That's right. Anyway, Noel. Yeah. Yep. Riot. Riots. Besides the laugh riot that you make me feel every week. Is true. The only reason I still do this show is yep. because I'd miss seeing you every week. Uh, but that's going to end quickly, enough. Yeah. Anyway, Noel. The riots. only
1: reason I do it is cuz I, you know, poop in your toilet. <laughs> do you? <laughs> no. Oh, thank God. Uh, you guys Rioting. The world, I don't know if you would noticed, but the world is on fire basically right now, right? Hong Kong, it, the, uh, these are just sites of major yeah. incidents mm-hmm. lately. Hong Kong, Indonesia, France, mm-hmm. Peru, mm-hmm. Haiti, mm-hmm. Lebanon.
2: Haiti. There have been uh, 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 protests and riots in Haiti recently.
1: Oh, yeah, they're burning down Haiti.
2: Really? I oh, had no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah they're s-
1: trying to make the president step down. Again? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, and, th- and the only reason I know that is because while Ecuador was going on, I was paying attention to what was going on uh-huh. in Ecuador, and half of Twitter was just, that if you looked up Ecuador, it was like, Ecuador and Haiti, why doesn't the press talk about it? Right. Uh, But the press was talking about Ecuador, right? it's mm-hmm. not Haiti, though. Uh, Lebanon. Well, it's like
2: an everyday occurrence in Haiti now. I know it's they so vote often. someone in. Yeah. Then they the person's corrupt, surprise, surprise, yeah. and then they lose their shit and yeah. riot till they they quit. Yeah. And then they vote another corrupt piece of shit in. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway. Haiti, Lebanon, uh, Iraq, Chile, Ecuador, Bolivia. <clears throat> People are pissed. Right, they're tearing stuff down, and it's gonna come here. Don't kid yourself. We are going to get caught up in this riot mania that is sweeping the world. Uh, you know, look at the signs. Impeachment is on. Uh, next election is a year away. That alone is going to make us have riots. People are going to get. If you thought people went crazy before the last. Josh, you're such a weirdo. If you thought people <laughs> went crazy before the last election, uh-huh. it's nothing compared to what's going to happen in this election. Did they
2: go crazy before? It was really after the uh, last election. Yeah, I guess. When when it really settled in that, you know, he was gonna win was when But
1: even before things got a little crazy. Yeah. Yeah, things got crazy. Uh, it it's gonna get super crazy now, though, mm-hmm. right? Uh We've done nothing to curb the ability of Russia to whip people into a frenzy whenever they want. Um, it It's coming here. How can we harness this for fun and profit? How can we divert this destructive force to enrich ourselves, right? Thought about the movie The Purge. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where they basically have uh, lawless riots once a year for a night to... Get it out of people's systems. Get it out of people's systems, right? It doesn't ever seem to work out too awesome in the movies, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, then I saw this. I don't know if you ever heard of this, but the Astor Place Riots of 1849. Have mm-hmm. you ever heard of these? No. Oh, boy. So uh, they were in New York City. Uh-huh. Astor Place. Yeah. Okay, I got um, that so far. 1849. I got that just from the title. Yeah.
2: Oh, and in 1840. So the aster Place riots in 1849 happened on Astor Place in 1849?
1: Coincidence. That I is know. crazy. <laughs> uh, so they stem from a dispute between two popular actors of the time, uh, Edwin Force, an American actor, and William Charles McCready, a Brit. Uh, they were about which of them was better at acting the major roles of Shakespeare. MacReady was considered by many to be the greatest British actor of his time and was popular among the socialites and played fancy theaters. Mm. Forrest was considered the first real American theatrical star and was popular among the common people. Mm, Like us. Like us, yeah. Forrest had previously followed MacReady around the country as he toured, uh, he'd play in the same. He'd play the same parts in the same plays on the same nights in the same cities as he toured around. Wow, that's fucked up. I know it is, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, he would also show up at McGreadys shows and heckle and disrupt the show. And <laughs> 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 once one show, a Forrest fan. Threw a half a carcass of a dead sheep at McCready, but missed him uh, when he was performing. Wow! A half a dead sheep mm-hmm. got thrown at a. What do you think stage. happened to
2: the other half? Lunch. Okay.
1: Uh <laughs> I thought that was crazy. How do you smuggle that into a theater?
2: Who smuggles it? Like why You what's that? Half a dead sheep. Okay. Yeah. You know,
1: people did weird things. That one may have been his date. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe it was. The olden days. Uh huh. Um, McGrady was uh, was scheduled to play Macbeth at the Astor Place Opera House. Uh, Forrest was <coughs> scheduled to play Macbeth at the Bowery Theater, a couple blocks away. And then on May seventh, eighteen forty nine, four supporters bought hundreds of tickets to the Opera House and brought the show to a halt. By throwing rotten eggs, apples, potatoes, lemons, uh, stones, bottles of stinking liquid, and ripped up seats. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the show went on, but it was so loud they had to pantomime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next day, riot police and militia <laughs> assembled around the theater and 350 troops at the Ready in Washington Square Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, by showtime at 7:30 p.m. uh over 10,000 people filled the streets around the theater. Uh they started uh like just pelting the theater with bricks and tried to start on fire. <laughs> they brought down pieces of the theater down on the audience head during the show. It's so insane. Once again, <clears throat> the show continued in pantomime. Uh, McGready slipped away in disguise. The crowd could not be controlled until eventually the troops started firing live rounds right into people. Uh, 33 rioters were killed. Over 120 people injured. Wow, right? So I thought about that. Uh-huh. And I don't know about you, but I like to... You know, poke around Reddit and things like that sometimes.
2: I always thought your thing was 4chan and 8chan. No, just Reddit. Just Reddit? That's
1: as, that's as deep as I go. Okay. And really just front page Reddit. mm mm-hmm. uh, But there's all these things, rivalry happening right now. about who played Spider-Man better? <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Uh, Tobe Maguire, the new guy. So I thought about that. There have been three Spider-Mans, you know. Yeah, I know, but they're just talking about Tobey Maguire. Okay. So I thought about these theater riots, Mm -hmm. and it hit me. People, this is what you're going to do. You're going to open up a theater with two theaters, right? Two movie theaters in there and you're going to show competing films at the same time, right? So you could show Spider-Man 1 and whatever this new Spider-Man guy is Mm -hmm. at the same time. You could show uh, a Marvel movie at the same time as you're showing a DC movie, right? You could show a Star Trek movie at the same time as a Star Wars movie, uh, anything where there's some sort of rivalry.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then after the movie's end, the doors go <laughs> down. And out everyone pours into the common area where <clears throat> you have giant foam weapons, paint guns, uh, and basically you have a riot fight between the two sides. Uh, people will love it. It'll be fun. It'll be safe enough where they're not going to get hurt. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be foam. Uh, you're going to be able to hose everything down at the end of the day. Um, people get it out of their system. People will love it. Right? You can have whatever. Animal House versus Caddyshack. Mm-hmm. You can have anything that you want that people want to <coughs> have a versus of. Mm-hmm. They can. And you're gonna make buku dollars. You st- you open up one. Next thing, you're gonna be the next Alamo Draft House with this <sighs> in every city across America.
2: Why don't we do a tour called mm-hmm. Noel versus Josh?
1: Sure, and sure. We each go into our own theaters and uh-huh. have our own shows. Yep. I, it might not work though because my my audience will leave happy. And your audience will leave pissed off because you give a shitty show, and they're going to win because they're all pissed off and mine are happy. Hurt so good, Josh. You know,
2: that's just not true. Okay. I'm not going to. I'm not even going to. What will happen is. Okay. Is about midway through my show. uh uh-huh. I will get up and just lead my people over to your show. Oh,
1: not, you're not even wait for the end of the show? No,
2: because the great joy of it is going to be that part of my show is all of my people and I going into your show and heckling you. Okay. During your show and all watching right. you get so frustrated that you can't even pantomime the show. I
1: think I've got four and a half years of practice. I could just go.
2: <laughs> if I heckle you in real life... You get flustered.
1: All you do is All you me. do is
2: call me a weirdo. All
1: you do is Your
2: only me. response when you're heckled is to call people a weirdo. Your little vein will start popping away. Your false teeth will shoot out. Your little caps and then we'll see your real teeth. I mean, it, fine idea. But well, anyway, we should do that. We should go on tour. Yeah. Maybe what we should do is we should have, like, not even separate theaters, but in the same theater, but just with a screen between Splitting the the room directly down the middle, and you do yeah. your show as I do my show, and but people can choose by with headphones going back and forth.
1: Yeah, but for for the theater, you want to give a quality theater going experience, right?
2: So you shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, that All was right. a fine idea. Good job. Congratulations. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, <laughs> Um, so I was looking up riots and I was sort of like wondering, you know, what makes what makes a riot happen. Right. Because riots generally will start off more often than not as a protest. Yeah. And riot is actually sort of the legal term of what happens when a protest turns violent. Um, so what I was looking up is that, you know, so so generally w- what causes riots, it starts with uh, uh, underlying social issues. And then there's usually a specific trigger that converts that rage into action. Uh, Past triggers have included uh, assassinations, such as Martin Luther King Jr., uh, unpopular jury verdicts, uh, uh, such as the uh, 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 Rodney King Mm -hmm. trial. Um, And uh, uh, generally, these triggers tend to be acts of authority, that are deemed outrageously unfair or action, which it seems that the authority has failed, and people feel that some sort of revenge is due. Sure. Um, <clears throat> what tends to happen with these riots, though, is that, and the way that the police deal with them, is that usually be the threat of arrest is enough to sort of get the mob to disperse yeah right the the often with these riots the 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 only thing holding these people together is the common feeling of this injustice and this willingness to fight mm-hmm. you know you get in that moment where you're sort of gauging pe- people in the crowd gauge if there are going to be people that are going to go with them, who's going to be the first person to throw that stone? And then once that stone is thrown, then everyone throws the stone. Yeah. But once a little reality gets ingested, like, oh, I may go to jail, mm-hmm. uh, the spell get, kind of gets broken. And, uh, you know, when you have officers with guns, rubber bullets, horses, dogs, shields, body armor, marching en masse, uh, you know, the mobs tend to uh, break apart. Um, But we're dealing with large mobs these days Large groups of people Yeah Like you said At one point Hong Kong's protests Had two million people involved hmm The entire population of Hong Kong Is seven and a half million people uh, Over a million people took to the streets In Santiago, Chile Where there are riots going on right now As we speak Martial law has been placed down um, In 2011 there were the riots in London Mm-hmm uh, when you look at, at protests, protests now are enormous. Yeah. When you look at the women's march, you had in, in the United States alone, you had five cities where over 200,000 people mm-hmm. marched. Um, and what does that mean for you as a businessman? Well, when you have a million people all going to the same place. Two million people all going to the same place. 200,000 people all going to the same place. Yeah. In business terms, that's known as foot traffic.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right.
2: That is a lot of people Uh that you can make money off of. Oh, yeah. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. Since we know that Uh, riots start off as protests Mm -hmm. that then there's a trigger for and these days all of these protests have to do with some underlying sense of uh, uh, social injustice you just need a trigger right so you're going to set it up that right in the heart of this protest Mm -hmm. you're going to have someone just shoot off a gun into the air Not even a gun. Make a big sound. Okay. And people are going to freak the fuck out. Uh Some people will run away. Yeah. Other people are going to fight. Yeah. And insanity will ensue. Right at that moment, you're going to open up the back of your truck. Okay. And in the back of your truck, you're going to have gas masks, baseball bats, body (laughs) armors, rocks, okay. SD cards for all the people filming because there's uh-huh. always tons of oh, people yeah, filming yeah, yeah, and yeah, once yeah. a riot breaks out, they're running. Everyone wants to be a yeah. citizen journalist, yeah. but you know, you're only ro- rocking an 8 8 megabyte or 16 megabyte uh, uh, SD card. Mm-hmm. You're going to fill that bad boy up Wi-Fi in a heartbeat. Hot Wi-Fi hotspots. You're going to be doing all these things, charging like crazy. Yeah. The beauty of this is uh, portable phone chargers, shields, Helmets, okay, by providing all of this, uh, (coughs) masks by providing all of this stuff, you're keeping the fighting going for longer Uh, so you can profit off of it for longer, Uh, yeah. Right? People will tuck, they someone bought three rocks from you, yeah, they hucked them. But the fighting's still going on. they got to get more rocks. Maybe they'll bump up to a... Hey, I'm out of rocks, but i got Molotov cocktails on special. Yeah. They're going to buy a Molotov cocktail to throw at that uh, tank that's coming down the road. Yeah. And would you like some chili, too? Oh, chili, sure. Right? Yeah. You get hungry? Yeah, absolutely. Get a a crock pot set up back there. Yeah. I mean, uh, all I'm saying is when you have that many people in one place, that's a lot of money ready to go into your pocket. Yeah. So that's it. That's that's the whole idea. No,
1: that's good. There's a lot of money. Uh yeah. And and as I say, it's coming. It is coming for us.
2: Around the world
1: it is coming. It's not oh, just coming yeah. for us, it's coming everywhere. No, but but it's it, not like it, it has already is landing everywhere else and don't think we're gonna escape. Well, it's or landed. Britain too. Brexit's gonna
2: go bananas. You you've acted like it's not landed here already.
1: Not in I the mean, same way. Ferguson? Yeah, you're right. I was trying to think when it, when I was looking stuff up. What was it that the dad went out and said that one day and it was like oh what? He went out and had like some press conference uh-huh. thing and was not happy and basically got in the mic in front of all these like extremely agitated people and was like said something like burn the fucker I to don't the remember this. I don't remember like, this. Oh yeah, it was like what? Yeah.
2: There were the Baltimore riots? Yeah. I mean, it's it's, you know, it is it is it is a global feeling. Sure. It's not just I mean, you know, we're just happen to be a bigger country than most of these places in terms of of Well, the, and we have a thicker facade. <clears throat> we have a thicker facade, but it's city by city, right? Yeah. We don't have a central place that we go to. You're not going to get 10 million people march on Washington. Yeah. Cuz most of them most people can't afford to go to Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're going to march on their city's capital. Yeah. You know? and just depending on how fucked up your city is
1: uh you know it may turn violent. Yeah, that's true. Anyway. Anyway, guys. Hey. How do you keep an angry Josh quiet? I can tell you the most sure way, give him money. Mm, you can go to donuts. No. Dude, money.
2: Donuts. I, I mean, I'm just saying. If I'm being honest, give him money. You so want to keep me quiet. Donuts. You want to keep me quiet. Just shove a couple donuts in my All mouth. All right. And the way to do cream. that,
1: the way to do that, is to give him money and let him buy fresh donuts. So no, he- you can
2: send me some donuts. <laughs> All if right. You got a good donut shop by you? Okay. Send it overnight so it's not like fully stale. All right. Oh, you, I'm sorry. Money. <laughs> you should send us money. <laughs> if
1: you don't have time to do that, you can always give money. You can go to get rich quick. I mean, go to radiofreebrooklyn.com, go to the get rich quick with Josh Noel show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I. Josh gets to spend his on donuts. Uh, half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, helps keep the lights on and keep everything honky dory. Honky. Yeah, if you, you want... Said honky, cracker. Yeah, if if you're sick of Josh uh, and you want to really show him... How could anyone be sick of me? I don't... I am. <laughs>
2: Such a fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: but if you are as well uh, you and you really want to show Josh what's what, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com at the pledge button, pledge amount. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, not a penny to Josh. And you showed him. You have rubbed it in his face in the the way that gets to him most, right? And you have still supported the arts, supported Radio Free Brooklyn, supported the after school program. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501 C three charitable organization. And I should say, uh this is something that's gonna be coming up soon. Uh in a few months, Radio Free Brooklyn is going to be five years. Wow. And they're going to have a big uh, fundraising bonanza between now and then in order to try and get past five years. (laughs) So, you guys, if you do appreciate Raider Free Brooklyn, uh, you know, you can go in today and you can drop some coin on them, or you can just uh, wait for some more things to come along and drop some coin on them. But,. But you're gonna have to start dropping a little bit of coin if you like Radio right? Free Brooklyn because because those coins aren't dropping themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and on that note, you guys, they've got a sponsor. They, the 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 freaking old punkers, anarchist punkers somehow got their own sponsor did before you just say we punkers, did. anarchist punkers. You're such an old man. That's right. You damn punkers. Uh, before we, the capitalist moguls did. Uh, So, here you go. Me bottle. uh, After more than a year of dreaming, researching, experimenting, late-night conference calls, and early Saturday morning meetings, the Me team is happy and proud to present to you the Me bottle, the double-insulated, reusable, stainless steel bottle disinfects water in a 60-second cycle, utilizing... UVC LED technology and is 99.99% effective against E. coli. A single charge via micro USB lasts up to 30 days, and the bright LED display lets you know when water is ready to drink. Join us and bring clean water to all. Raise your bottle and drink to you, to me. Find out more at mebottle.com. You guys, go to the website. Do it from. The Radio Free Brooklyn site, so they can see we're driving traffic. Because I don't know about their bottle, but I know that they're a good company because they're helping keep Radio Free Brooklyn afloat, helping support the arts. So they are better than another bottle company right there. Wow, I'm impressed with your turnaround. There you go.
2: You have just turned it all around. There you go. Who are you? That's right. You're a different
1: person. That's right. Oh, the the mustache. (laughs) And you guys, as uh-huh. thanks to you for supporting us. uh-huh. Josh scours the internet for classic ways to get rich quick. I'm guessing it's classic. It's a reused it's it you're such a bitter bitch. It is. I, I think I'm right. I think What was, does it matter? Because you're just trying to sneak them in. It's I'm okay for to us to say that we're putting I have classic... no desire to.
2: I'm not trying to sneak them in. It's <laughs> it's because of the new, uh, uh, what do you call it? The new Catalina. Okay. <clears throat> you can't rip video off of, you can't rip video and audio off of YouTube anymore. Okay. So it makes it a lot more difficult
1: to download this clips. This classic trend is older uh-huh. than this computer. Okay. But anyway, here's a classic blast from the past. Of another way to get rich. Such a Take it away.
0: The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Do you want to be a millionaire? I sure do. Lost Treasure. The estimated total worth of buried treasure, or treasure lost at sea, is estimated to be at four point five billion. 63 million in virginia is believed to be traced back to a man called thomas bill. in 1816 while mining somewhere in the rocky mountain he and a few miners came across a large sum of gold and silver. thomas and the men had kept some of the treasure and then buried the rest. in order to make sure that their next of kins would receive the treasure, Thomas wrote three ciphers, one described the exact location of the treasure, the second described what the treasure was and the third was a list of the men's names and their next of kin. Thomas then put the ciphers in a safekeeping box and gave it to an innkeeper and told him to open it in 10 years. The innkeeper has tried to decode the ciphers but has only managed to decode the second one, so if any of you are able to decode the first cipher then the treasure is yours. Oh. When,
2: when I I uh, edited that, I uh, didn't even care what the topic was. Oh, I don't it even was, know if I listened. It was just to hear his accent <laughs> That's was great. incredible. Can
1: you imagine working with that person in the <clears throat> in work environment nowadays, where mm-hmm. you can't just rip someone apart for something mm-hmm. like the way they speak? Because <laughs> it would be so hard. Uh-huh. Uh huh.
2: Yeah, to not sit there and just do their voice back at them oh. all day long. Although I'm sure that is a a particular accent, and everyone where he's from speaks that way. Maybe no, I'm a hundred percent sure of it. Wow. I don't know what it would be, what the you know, because I don't know England that well. But I guarantee you that it was is England. Yeah, that is a regional British accent. No,
1: he's from somewhere else outside of England. No, and English that is a second. Is, language. That
2: is a regional British accent. I guarantee <laughs> no you. No way. No, I guarantee it's not. you. If anyone out there of our UK audience, yes. Reach out. Uh, reach out and tell us if that or is a just regional accent specialist in general. If that is a regional British accent. Yeah. Because I, I feel hundred percent sure. You can talk about his reading style, which is clearly someone who's not comfortable reading, mm-hmm. you know, or is trying to be a professional on the <sighs> mic, but he's that that I guarantee you is a British person and that is their accent. That is the accent from wherever I it don't is know they come about from. That. That's bananas. I'm I'm telling you,
1: man. I'm telling you. You guys, riots. How are you gonna get rich with them? I'm gonna tell you right now. So, uh, as I said, and I mentioned it before, uh, my girlfriend's from Ecuador. And yeah, so yeah, rub it in, why don't you? The Ecuadorian riots were happening very recently. Uh I I was a little plugged in uh because she was concerned about her family, about what was going on. We also had her dad and nephew staying with us, and uh, they were concerned that they weren't going to be able to go home because the airports got shut down.
2: Yeah, you were concerned about that too.
1: So we all kind of had <laughs> just glossed an that eye over. on on what was happening. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And they had a, f- a few days with uh, curfew, mm-hmm. so you could not leave the house or wherever you were uh, between certain hours. Her one of her other nephews, uh, got stuck somewhere and couldn't leave. Uh oh. And like people were running out of water, running out of food, uh, so her, his dad though is a doctor, so they had to dress up and wear doctors' robes and carry doctors' bags, and drive and pretend that they were going somewhere on a doctor's mm-hmm. thing, and they were just trying to get home. So this is what you're going to do. Because I said, they are coming here.
2: Mm-hmm. The Ecuadorians?
1: No, the riots. Oh,
2: oh, I thought you were talking about Because I was going to like, the Ecuadorians are here, my friend. I went to your housewarming party.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I I, am dialed in with the Ecuadorian you mafia. Yeah. yeah, You are. Uh, you guys, so the riots are coming to this land, wherever this land is. If you're listening in America, they're coming here. If you're listening in Canada, they're coming here. If you're listening in Britain, they're coming here. I just hope you don't speak like that weirdo. Um, wherever you are, they are a coming. So what you're going to do is you're going to make riot kits, emergency kits people can have. And it's not a kit like, uh, you know, here's a water purifying pill and things Mm -hmm. like that. It's Mm -hmm. a kit of how to get around. You're going to have the doctor's lab coat in there. Right? You're going to have a reversible hat. Mm -hmm. One side is a Make America great again hat. Mm-hmm. The other side's like a Bernie hat, mm-hmm. uh, so you can slip in between into crowds mm-hmm. and not you. You can be the guy they like. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna have an inflatable pregnant belly that you can pop under mm-hmm. a shirt, mm-hmm. pump it up, and you know, pregnant person coming through. It's gonna be weird.
2: The dudes running around with those though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, but you, you maybe throw a wig in there too. Uh huh. You know, okay. you're gonna make a kit of all sort. Yeah. Um, um, and the, and the, you know, paramedic outfit. Uh, you're going to put in all sorts of sympathetic character costumes. hmm And you're going to allow people to get out of their house, go to the store, uh, you know, get some water. Mm-hmm. Get some Doritos. Mm-hmm.
2: Maybe even just go to work. Is that so they were running out of food, and they just were like, You know what we need to eat Doritos,
1: doritos,
2: spicy nacho, yeah, yeah, that's what that's what they he dressed up, they dressed up as doctors. no he was
1: they were they were trapped yeah. in an office building in Quito, uh-huh, um, and needed to get home,
2: yeah, I get it,
1: I think we're I think they were at like the vet or something like that it was I forget what I forget what the whole thing was, but that but they had to dress up in. Doctors uh, Mm robes, doctors.
2: Vets robes. Vets robes. (laughs) Uh. Because the vets down there wear robes like shamans. Yes. And people go to the vets as doctors because the vets have an endless amount of guinea pigs. Dude, this is just a hate crime you're doing now. (laughs) (laughs) That I'm doing. Yeah. Not the shamans. Not what the shamans are doing with the guinea pigs down there, but what I'm doing.
1: What do you got? What do you got? What's your idea? Um,
2: there was a question I wanted to ask you. Uh Uh-huh. And I. Oh, by the way, folks, if you are picking up an irate woman screaming at American Express during the show, that's my wife Deb <laughs> on the phone upstairs. <laughs> um, shit. There was a question I wanted to ask you about that. About the kit? No, 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 fuck the kit. About about Ecuador and the Ecuadorians. Okay. And now, for the life of me, I can't. Had the remember. riots end? No, no, no. They th- they just decided to go home, didn't they? <laughs> they kind of get what the they the, reversed they the resolution, got, right? Yeah. Um. But no, there was shit. Uh. What was I gonna ask you? I can't remember now. All right. Well. Anyway. So there you go. Uh. So super. Oh, I I am impressed that that was literally you dragged out what was a th- looking to be a thirty second idea uh, into three minutes. Yeah. Because you like got to the, you came right to the conclusion like boom and I was like wow that's quick. Anyway, so. <laughs> We were talking about riots and what do riots affect the most in a negative way? When it's all said and done, after yeah. a day or two of people going ape shit, yeah. It affects local businesses worse than anything. Okay. Perfect example: Koreatown in uh, in in L.A. after the Rodney King riots, where basically, essentially, all of the rioters were funneled. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the three days, four hundred million dollars in damages, about twenty three hundred stores in Southern California looted and or burned. Um, And uh, uh, in many cases, after a year, many of those stores were not reopened. People went out of business. Mm-hmm. Uh, the following year, when the Rodney King uh, 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 Civil Liberties trial was going, the second trial, which mm-hmm. was where Rodney King was trying to get the Korean store owners, basically gun sales went up drastically. People were buying AK-47s. <laughs> And stocking their stores because they weren't going to let it happen again. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the 2011 riots in in London, they did an overall cost because it affected commutes. It affected the way they figured out was that the riots then, which were two days, cost the country about eight or nine hundred mi- million pounds, mm-hmm. which is over a billion dollars. Uh, And a lot of these are small mom-and-pop businesses. Yeah. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to do a solid. We've talked in the past about bulletproof, knife-proof, and fireproof fabrics, Mm -hmm. right? And that there are light, thin, pliable fabrics that are out there. You're basically going to get together with uh, 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 local businesses as a group, and they're going to pay you to install giant parachutes on the top of buildings (coughs) that will... When riots are about to happen, uh, they'll pull it. There are what are called ballistics, parash- ballistic parachutes that are on like planes that have explode the parachute out and opens it up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Then it will cover entire city blocks. Okay. And then they can fasten them down. People can't cut through it. They can't shoot through it. They can't break through it. They can't set it on fire. It will protect the streets. Okay. It will protect the stores. Yeah. Right? But then where are all the people riding? They're, you know, not everyone's going to pay for this, but if they do, then you've just saved the whole city. All right. I mean, if you want to get that much into it, um, and uh, you know, if you know the people in the buildings of of there, they're safe and sound, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, when you've got tons of people pitching in for this, yeah, landlords,
1: oh, store yeah, owners, money.
2: tenants, there's a lot of money. there. Yeah, yeah, so there there's you
1: sure. Go. You guys, if you want to reach out to Josh, tell him what a great idea that was. You can get him on Facebook at Facebook slash grq Josh Knoll. You're gonna
2: email him with uh, what did we want them to email us with? Interview topics that yep. we can talk to people topics. about, and also to let us know. For the Brits out there, let us know if that's a regional accent or not. Oh yes. Um, and uh, the, you can email us at grq with Josh and a n d Noel at gr at gr at at fuck at right. You
1: can on Twitter grq-joshnoel. All right, uh, you guys, you can go on, uh, download the podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review iTunes or anywhere that you get a podcast. Please do. If you only listen podcast form, we implore you to tune in Saturday nights. Uh, listen to the schemes live on Radio Free Brooklyn. And uh, get the schemes five days for anyone else. Get there a little early. Listen to Art Star Scenes. Stick around late. Listen to reruns. Uh, you guys, you got a lot of money in your pocket. What are you going to do with it? You're going to need to spend it. Josh can tell you how right now.
3: the most expensive perfume of all that was ever made. Here it is, and surprisingly, it's not a famous house or a vintage piece. It's DKNY, Golden Delicious Million Dollar Fragrance Bottle. The perfume is a collaboration between the designer DKNY or Donna Karan New York and the famous jewelry designer Martin Katz, that teamed up to craft the most elegant and expensive perfume ever. The unique and precious bottle contains 2,909 precious stones placed all around, It depicts the skyline of New York City, and all of them have been placed by hand. The scent is a beautiful blend of apple, sandalwood, musk, and vanilla orchid, making it a sweet, fruity, yet special kind of fragrance. Any woman would love to have this jewel on her vanity, and get to spray the scent when going out for an event.
1: Yeah, you could throw it to someone in a riot. That's my nickname for you, Golden Delicious. That's right. I like it. Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, how do you know our ideas are as good as Josh and I know they are? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this it, week? Today's rules, 11 rules rules for success from the people who got it right.
2: All right. Uh, rule number one, uh-huh. focus on the process, not the result.
1: Uh, Yeah. Focus on the process, not the result. You don't care who wins. You're going to sell to them. You're going to sell out of your truck. You're Mm going to sell them bats, gas masks, tear gas, whatever it is they want. Yeah. Number two. Number two. Put in what you want out and maybe put in a little bit more. Put in what you want out. Maybe put in a little bit more. Uh, You're going to have two theaters. Mm Mm-hmm. You're going to have one theater plan, what you want. (laughs) You're going to have the other theater plan, what someone else wants, Mm -hmm. and you're going to come out and you're going to give them what more? Oh, a little bit more. Uh, Yeah,
2: so we're two for two there, Noel, which means we're getting rich. We are getting (laughs) rich. So once again for Josh. And
1: Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place.
0: Gonna get rich quick